Well, welcome everyone to Love vs. Hate. My name is Anne, and I am your old-fashioned nerd. And I'm Emily, your mainstream millennial. And on this podcast, Emily and I like to debate and argue about all of the things in life that we love and hate. And people most of the time agree with me. You know, originally, I don't know if our listeners know this, but I'm going to give a little bit of um, love versus hate history. When we originally came up with this little intro that we would say each time, it was agreed upon that we were going to say, and most of the time we disagree. But very quickly, within like the (laughs) second episode, Emily turned it around to, and most people agree with me. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't remember that conversation happening. It's in writing. We wrote down what our intro is going to be. You know what? I'm going to pull it up right now. Ugh. Details. And it's not there because Ooh, it's first not meeting. actually real. Nope. Oh. Here we go. Here's notes from our very first meeting, <laughs> Emily O. Oh. Darn me for taking such good notes. Yeah, it is kind of your fault. Everything's the same except for at the end. And usually we don't agree. It says it right there. Well, and writing. usually... And usually we don't agree, but most of the time people agree with me. There you go. Okay, fine. Whatever. Anyway, anyway, (laughs) uh, this episode, Emily and I are doing a head-to-head. So this was inspired from our previous episode where we did a (laughs) a tournament celebrity bracket. And uh, we, I mean, I think it was funny, but it didn't go down the way it should have. It was yeah, fun. It, it was fun. We learned but from it. And cheated, so Oh it was, whatever. I hope that you actually picked people in the categories that you were supposed to this time. <laughs> yeah, you'll find out. Bernie Burns, is that his name? Yeah. I hope you didn't choose him for anything. Although he would probably <laughs> fit into all the categories. He would fit into each one of the categories, Ugh. actually. He's all of these things. <laughs> Ugh. So yeah, we are going to be talking about four different categories of celebrities, but before we get into the different categories, we want to talk about YouTube Rewind, because we are going to talk a little bit about YouTube later on, but we we know that this past year's YouTube Rewind was kind of a flop. If you haven't seen it, you're not missing much, <laughs> but basically the 2018 YouTube Rewind, everyone hated so much. I can't remember why. And so in 2019, YouTube just like gave up and we're like, well, you hated last year. So here's just what you watched the most in 2019. And it was just a recap of the most popular videos. So it was kind of boring and unimaginative. I didn't even know that YouTube Rewind was a thing until you showed me this. Like, I don't know, sometime a few months ago or something. I, I had no idea they did that. None. Yeah. I know you're a an old fashioned nerd, Anne. I know I really am. I am not. I'm not with it when it comes to these YouTube things. Yeah. So for anybody who didn't already know, YouTube does this thing at the end of the year called YouTube Rewind, and they bring in usually they bring in like all of these famous YouTuber people. Sometimes they bring in celebrities, and they just like I don't even know. They just do skits and like random things. And yeah, so, and they like highlight things that happened in the year. Like I was, re- I was watching them again for because uh, I did research for this episode. Oh, Clap, thank you for Anne. 
Thank you. And so I watched some of the previous year ones and they're just like, there was for, uh, I believe it was 2016 or 2017, there was like fidget spinners, you know, so like they make commentary about, oh, and one of my favorites, this was in, yeah, definitely trends in 2016. They had that, do you remember this weird trend that happened where uh, people would take like a gif kind of thing where you know somebody's doing this motion forward and backwards and they would put them in space usually and then there was a song that would play and it was like yeah yeah that was a big thing in the 2016 rewind yeah um, but yeah that's basically what they do they just kind of look back at the year and what was popular and what people liked yeah so yeah, and then in 2019, they literally were just like, you guys hated our video last year, so we decided to just give you what you liked the most, and they just did like a top 10 in this category, top 10 in this category, top 10 in this category, and it was just like, this is the most boring video I've ever seen. I mean, I've seen more boring, I would say. I'm a mystery science theater person. I've seen a lot worse than that video. Just saying. Well, it's the worst YouTube rewind I've ever seen. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, people, I don't quite understand why they get all in a toughy about it, but they definitely, I mean, the 2018 video was the most disliked video on all of YouTube. That's how bad people didn't like it. <laughs> I wonder, we should look, I'm going to look up real fast. Because is it, is the 2019 more disliked now? I don't know. So 2018 YouTube Rewind had 17 million dislikes, and then the 2019 had 8.8 dislikes. So 8.8 million. 8.8 million. Thank you. Yes. Not just, you know, (laughs) 8.8 people. (laughs) Uh, So definitely still 2019 or 2018 is the worst one yet. The worst one yet. Yeah. Well, there's always this year. Which I don't know what they're going to do. Very true. I have no idea either. I mean, it's definitely going to be centered around COVID-19. So, yeah. And staying at home and safer at home and all that jazz. I don't know. It'll be... Do you think it'll actually be good? Will people like this one? Will they have to like this one? Because if you don't, it's like mean. No. (laughs) I don't know. People online are just savages. They yeah, just this is say true. whatever they want. They dislike whatever they want. This is true. So YouTube, YouTube should not disappoint this year. Get it together. You got a lot of time to think about it at home. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Well, should we jump into our head-to-head? Let's do it. I'm excited because I want to win. Yeah, um, I don't know. I think I brought some competition for you. I think I brought some heat, as people say. Isn't that what they say? I don't know. Maybe. Well, <laughs> yeah, that, that is the term. Um, okay. So this time around, we decided that we were going to be a little more prepared. And instead of doing like a bracket, it's not really fair for like certain, um, what's the word? Like certain categories and certain celebrities. We found that, you know, we couldn't make a criteria that kind of fit across the board for everybody. Because like net worth really only applies to the really big 
people like big names, like some smaller like uh, influencers don't necessarily have that information available and also probably don't have enough that it's worth like documenting right now. Yeah. yeah or even compare. So it was hard to come up with a criteria that would fit across the board. And so we decided that instead of doing like a bracket, we're just going to do straight head to head. Yeah. So we've got four categories. Our four categories are TV star, musician, comedian, and YouTuber. So I picked one for each category and Anne picked one for each category. And we're going to go head to head in each category. And then we'll determine a winner at the end. And the winner is just going to have bragging bragging rights. Yep. (laughs) Which I already have. So I plan to continue my bragging rights streak. Hmm, we'll see. I don't know. Like I said, man. Uh, you know what I just realized, though? We shouldn't have done four categories. So what if we tie? If we tie, then I'll just win. It's no, okay. No. I can do that for you, Anne. I think I need to win by default because I, ha- I didn't win the celebrity bracket, so I no. have to win by default. Well, no, because you cheated in the celebrity bracket, so... What? I didn't know any better. Well, I said from the beginning that I don't think my influencer is actually an influencer. Well, why didn't you ask me before you went ahead and just cheated? Okay. Because I'm learning how to do better with my research. <laughs> All right. Do we want to do a uh, TV star first? Yeah, let's jump into it. All right. So our judging criteria for TV star is net worth, number of shows that they're in, and number of awards them they themselves or the show has won. So, Anne, you want to start with yours? Yeah, um, and I realized quickly once I picked my person that it was going to... I just don't know if Emily's going to be able to compete because I only picked one show and one award for those shows, and it's already, like, double digits, so... If I tried to pick all of the shows, it would have been obnoxious. Yeah. All right, anyway. I don't know about my person, so I'm, I'm a little nervous. Yeah. So my TV show star is Patrick Stewart. Sir Patrick Stewart. Any guesses, Emily, into what show he is most well known for or who he might be or what movie he's maybe been in? Anything? Star Trek. Yeah. Can you say which one, though? No, I just guessed because you're oh, a nerd. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's accurate. So he was the star. He was one of the lead characters in Star Trek The Next Generation. He played Captain Jean-Luc Picard, who was the captain of the Enterprise. And Enterprise D, by the way, just to clarify for anyone who may need that clarification. And uh, yeah, so just a little bit of history on him. He started out with the Royal Shakespeare Company. I mean, he had done other, he he started out in theater and he had done obviously other little theater gigs and stuff growing up. But um, his first kind of major breakthrough was the Royal Shakespearean Company. And he did that for 27 years, actually. Um, he was very, I mean, even to this day, he's still doing Shakespeare. Like he loves Shakespeare and recites. Like he's done, um, he has a movie with Hamlet. He's in other Uh, Shakespeare movies and plays and he's really really good Um, so that's kind of how he got his start and then his first major breakthrough in Hollywood and in LA uh, was was the next generation which was from 1987 to 1994 Um, that was kind of his first major big role that got his name really out there Um, and then after that 
his other probably most well-known movie series and also TV and video games that he has done is probably the X-Men. He played Professor X, uh, so people probably know him from that as well. If you don't know who I'm referencing, that's Patrick Stewart. Um, Really great guy. Absolutely love him. He's also currently in a current series called Picard, which is uh, takes place in the same universe, obviously, as Star Trek, and he's reprising the role of Picard. And I haven't watched it yet. I know I'm horrible, but I'm I'm working on it. It's free right now because of everything that's going on with COVID-19. So I will watch it. I promise. I just, you know, I'm a busy person. I'm getting there. I had to watch Tiger King first because, you know, (laughs) that was a whole craze. (laughs) We can probably go into that at some point, but maybe not at the moment. Um, Well, maybe maybe that's my TV star. So you never know. That that could be. (laughs) You never know. Um, So here's the thing about Patrick Stewart. He's been in a lot of... Of stuff. He's an older man, so he's had a lifetime of being in this industry. Um, I didn't write down everything because it was a long list, um, but I will give you some ideas of some of the things he's been in. This was the other thing. He didn't necessarily star and have a like main role in all of these TV shows, but he's made a, a bunch of appearances. For example, he's been in American Dad, Family Guy, Robot Chicken, The Simpsons, Futurama, X-Men, not only animated shows, movies, but also video games. Same with Star Trek. He's made appearances in video games um, and other Star Trek movies and all of that jazz. Um, he also has been in many mini series as well. And I didn't know if we were going to be counting that, but I did want to still mention it. So he was in North and South, uh, which was the 1975 North and South. I, Claudius, 1976, 500 Nations, um, Moby Dick, And he also had more major roles in um, a show called Blunt Talk, Mayberry, and High Spirits with Shirley Ghostman. So, yeah, that's a lot. I don't know. How do you want to count this all, Emily? Um, Literally, I don't think I've seen any of the things that you have just mentioned except for The Simpsons. Really? (laughs) Wow. Did you not see the X-Men movies? Nope. I don't know who you're talking about still. <laughs> He's bald. Nope. Okay, that's a lot well, of he... old men. <laughs> yeah, okay. I don't know how to help you. He he and Ian McKellen are like best friends and they have a total bromance and it's my favorite thing. Don't know who that is either. Okay. Okay. You're hopeless. You're absolutely hopeless. Um, so. I... Yeah, oh, how do you want to count it? The way that I counted mine was the shows that they are like regulars in. Okay, if that's the case, then I counted it as five, because okay. I counted Picard, Star Trek the original series, or the next, I'm sorry, so I'm so sorry, Star Trek the Next Generation, and then I counted um, Mayberry, High Spirits with Shirley Ghostman, and Blunt Talk, because he had more, like, bigger roles in those. Okay. So, okay. number of shows they're in is five. What is his net worth? So his net worth is 49 million pounds, but I calculated that for American dollars and it would be about 60 million American dollars. Okay. How about the number I of... also oh, I do oh. just want to say he was knighted. I don't I know that doesn't count towards our criteria, but he is a sir. Like but he was fun a fact. knight. <laughs> he was a knight bachelor of the Order of the British Empire, which happened in 20 2010 in 2010. Ooh, so. Wow, he's a bachelor. Well, he—I mean—he's a knight bachelor. He's not an—he's married. He's not an actual bachelor. I just heard the word bachelor and I got excited. Okay, because I love that show. I know you do. 
So in terms of awards, again, there have been many. Um, I tried to focus on just like the bigger name awards. So like uh, there was some he was nominated for three Golden Globes, um, four Emmy nominations. He didn't win any of those, though, um, but he had those seven nominations. Um, But he did win some awards from the Academy of Science Fiction, Fantasy and Horror. So I could go list those real quick. Um, So he was the 2018 winner for Logan, which that is such a good movie. So good. Loved that one. Um, He was nominated in 2001 for X-Men, in 2000 for Christmas Carol, which I just want to make a little side comment. How does that, I guess it fits into fantasy, but like science fiction, fantasy and horror, I would not have necessarily put that in that category. I just thought that was interesting. Also did a phenomenal job with that one though. Um, He, yeah, he's so good. Uh, he also was nominated for a couple of... He was nominated for Star Trek Next Gen, and he was the winner in 1990, and then also in 1997 for First Contact, which was one of the Next Generation Star Trek movies. Um, so, yeah, and I also listed the awards that just Star Trek won. I didn't go through any other ones, just Star Trek. And there is a lot. Um, I can just tell you the number, because it because the show had multiple years, like each year they won different awards, and plus nominations... So, do you want me to just tell you the number? Yeah, only of awards, not nominations, though. Okay. For winners. So, that's 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 13. 13. Okay. Star Trek alone. And then add that to the others that I listed, which, if we're just doing winner, add two more. So, 15. And that was just Star Trek stuff. Okay. So is there more? Oh wait, than- no. I'm for the gold. Oh wait, just real fast, just so I don't get in trouble. Um, the gold that wasn't only that was only Star Trek for the awards for Star Trek, but I did list out other awards that he had for other lo- roles, like for his Golden Globes and stuff. That was gotcha. other stuff. So do you know the number of awards him or his shows has won? That's what I listed. Fifteen. That was for Star oh. Trek, and then him. Okay, so he has 15 awards. Yeah, and that's only, like I said, the big ones. Like, he has a lot more than that, um, including in Star Trek also had a lot more than that, but that was just, like, the bigger, like, primetime Emmy or Golden Globes or, like, the Academy of Science Fiction, Fantasy, and Horror. Okay. So, anything else to say about your dude that I already forgot his name? Patrick Swayze? Just kidding. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Why do you insist on What is his name? Me? I forgot his Patrick name. Patrick Stewart. Oh, yeah, that guy. Anything else about him? Uh, he's the bomb.com, and he's super awesome. Okay, That's you all. heard it here, folks. <laughs> um, my TV star is Candace Cameron. Woo! Yeesh. I have no idea who that is, but just based on the name and your reaction, I can tell I already don't like him. Wow, that's so rude, Anne. I didn't say that about your person. I just said I didn't know who they were. Okay, well, I have no idea who this is. So, this is a TV star, obviously. Um, So, she started on Full House as DJ Tanner. Ah, gotcha. Okay, okay. I recant my statement. She's probably fine. Wow, yeah. So rude, Anne. (laughs) She just says that because she hates me. Because she knows she's going to lose this whole thing. I'm not going to lose this TV star one, I bet you, though. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, yeah, she started on Full House when she was a kid. 
then she dabbled in some other things. She's also an author. She starred in a lot of Hallmark movies, which of course I couldn't count because those are movies, not TV, even though they mm-hmm. aired on TV, mm-hmm. but it's fine. Um, and then she came back for Fuller House when that came back on Netflix as a Netflix original. Um, she was also on the show Make It or Break It, which is was on ABC Family. And then she was also on Dancing with the Stars and The View talk show. So that is a total of five shows. Well, also, I did not count talk shows because if you count talk shows, Patrick Stewart's been on every single one of them. He's been on Colbert, Kim, like he's been on all of them. So I didn't count them. She's a host of the show. Okay, then you can count that. (laughs) I didn't count all of the things that she's been on because she's probably been on all those too. I was going to say, okay. <laughs> no, she's that's a host fun. on The View. Okay. Um, so that's five shows, so we're tied on that one. I mean, yeah, I guess, but I'm just saying, I mean, I didn't even count the miniseries. I could have easily counted those because those are technically TV shows. They're just shorter. So I didn't, <laughs> I don't know what your argument is because I'm counting the shows that she's been on as a regular. So I don't know why you're saying that, but... I'm just saying that in terms of if we had to choose between this specific category, I do think Patrick Stewart would win for more appearances on TV shows. And because okay. he was a regular in those miniseries, I just didn't count them. Anyways, That's all. Anyway, her net all. worth is not as high as Patrick's. She has a net worth of $14 million. Well, that's more than I would have guessed. Yeah. I would have guessed like $5 million. She is... She has, from what I saw, 26 awards, including awards that she's won and awards that the shows that she's been on has won, which is just for Full House, Fuller House, and Make It or Break It. I didn't count any for Dancing with the Stars or For the View because there's a ton of different seasons of that, mm-hmm, and I didn't mm-hmm. want to really count those. So, so we're kind of tied. <laughs> Mm, yeah, I mean, but again, like, I guess it's hard to say exactly because for Patrick Stewart, he has so many awards that I didn't know how to. And again, like, I only counted the I only counted primetime Emmy Awards for Star Trek when I could have counted a lot, a lot more. So I, I guess we needed to. Here's another learning moment. Um, <laughs> we needed to clarify how we counted some of these things because. Yeah, it's it's gonna. I don't know. I didn't. I wasn't sure like how we were going to attribute awards. Yeah, I just did looked it up and it told me the number in the list and I just counted them all out. I didn't write them all down. All right. Well, what do you want to do about a tie? I think we'll just say that your dude won. Okay. I'm fine with that. <laughs> just remember that. Okay, I'll remember. Let's move on to musician. So our criteria is number of albums, number of instruments that they play, and number of awards. Um, So I was looking at one of my favorite bands. Um, They're known for being very uh, story and like narrative uh, kind of telling. Their like indie rock band is what they're classified as, um, but they are the Decembrists. Have you heard of them? Yes. 
Yeah, so I they're one of the uh, kind of bands that I genuinely enjoy listening to their full albums. I sometimes will kind of listen to individual songs here and there, but for the most part, like if I want to put the December on, I'm playing a whole album. Like I really like listening to their albums as one piece. Um, and so since we were focusing on musician, though, I did pick out their lead vocal and like lead writer and like the the um, main guy in the band. His name is Colin Malloy. So he, I just. Fun fact, because, you know, I like to throw fun facts in there. He's also an author of children's books, which I thought was kind of cool. He wrote a trilogy called his first one was called Wildwood. And then his second one, second book was called Under Wildwood and then Wildwood Imperium. So I haven't read them, but they're children's books and it sounds kind of fun. And then he also wrote a children's book, The Whiz Mob and the um, Gernadine Kid. I don't know what that means, but... That's what he wrote. So, yeah, just fun fact that I thought that was kind of cool. And it totally makes sense because if you listen to any of his music, like he kind of he has that sort of folky sort of, um, you know, playful, highly stylized story um, in his music. So I, I, I thought that made sense. So in terms of albums, the Decembrists, I counted him with the December, like just the Decembrists band. They have eight albums total. They also have 10 EPs, um, but I didn't think we were counting those, but I just wrote it down anyway. Uh, He also plays six different instruments, including vocal, guitar, a bazooki, percussion, harmonica, and keyboards. And I did look up what a bazooki was because I was like, what on earth is that? It's basically like a lawn neck lute. Um, They're very popular in Greece and they're steel strings. So it has a very sharp metallic sound. And then in terms of awards, um, they were nominated in 2012 for the Grammy Award of um, Best Rock Performance for Down by the Water. Um, And then he also won an individual award for the same, like Down by the Water. So he he was nominated for one and then won one. So I guess one. Okay. Cool. Um, My musician is one of my favorites of all time. Tay Tay. My first concert. Ariana Grande. <laughs> and uh, it's Miss Taylor Swift. I knew it. Called it. Called Tay Tay. Um, so, yeah, she actually started out in country and then she moved over to pop. She's a singer songwriter and she's also an actress. She has eight albums and 158 recorded songs. Um, I have a whole, I made my own album of all of her, like, songs that she hasn't put on albums, but she has recorded. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she plays four instruments, guitar, banjo, ukulele, and piano. And she has a total of 83 awards, including 10 Grammys, 29 American Music Awards, which is the most wins for any artist. 23 Billboard Music Awards, which is the most any female has ever won. 12 Country Music Awards. 8 Academy of Country Music Awards. 1 Brit Award and 1 Emmy, which I'm not counting this one because that's not for music. And some other fun facts about Tay-Tay because I just love her. I don't know why I called her Tay-Tay. That was weird. Yeah. Oh, you did. You did. That's on record. <laughs> um, she, I have influence over you. <laughs> she was honored in the Songwriters Hall of Fame. 
She's listed on Rolling Stone's 2015 list of 100 greatest songwriters of all time. Um, oh, and I don't know how you're going to feel about this one. In 2019, Billboard placed her at number eight on its greatest of all time artist charts, one place behind Michael Jackson and ahead of Stevie Wonder, Whitney Houston, and Paul McCartney. Mm. And she holds the highest ranking among artists who started their recording careers in the 21st century. So those are just some fun facts about Taylor Swift. Yeah, I had a feeling, as if we hadn't talked about her enough, I had a feeling you were still going to pick Tay-Tay. We haven't officially had an episode about Taylor Swift. We literally had an episode all about her documentary. No, we didn't. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Anyway, um, well, technically, though, we sort of tied. She obviously has way more awards. Not not present. But both her and Colin Malloy have eight albums, and he plays more instruments than her, so... What was our... Did we have one other criteria? Nope. Okay, well, in the spirit of Emily letting me choose Patrick Stewart, I will choose Tay-Tay. We could technically... We could do, like, net worth or something, and Taylor Swift would... Oh, Taylor's Out of doubt win. Yeah, yeah. She's going to blow him out of the water. We don't have to do that. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) We don't have to make him feel bad about his net worth. (laughs) Exactly. Which I am kind of... It's fine. I'm kind of curious what her net worth is, because I don't know. I'm going to look it up quick. Okay. Okay, wait, can I guess? Yeah. I'm going to guess $250 million. Nope. Was I close? $360 million. Oh, well, yeah, okay. I was a little short, but you should have guessed too, Dana. Oh, well. <sighs> I'm a bad guesser. We literally the other day played a trivia game and she was guessing every single one right. <laughs> it was not fair. Yeah, so well, you're if totally I have good like, if I have multiple choice, I'm a good guesser, but if I don't have anything then I'm not good. Okay, yeah, whatever. All right, let's move on to comedian. Um so my comedian was Jeff Dunham. <gasps> that was mine too. Just kidding. Yeah, I was. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, he. So I'm. I mean, I really do enjoy comedians, and you know, I'll watch stand up every now and then. But I don't necessarily follow anyone. So the reason I ended up picking Jeff was because he probably is the closest to me actually following. Like I've seen multiple of his videos. I've never seen him live or anything. Um, but like I've watched probably the most of him out of any comedian that I kind of follow. I don't really follow anyone though. So. I, I, mm-hmm. I counted him. Um, but for anyone who may not know, he is a ventriloquist, which makes him a little bit different. Um, he is probably arguably the best well-known ventriloquist uh, for, in particular, characters like Walter and Ahmed, the dead terrorist, a very popular one, um, and also Peanut. And he's got like Bubba Jay. He's got a whole bunch Um Jose Jalapeno on a Stick is really funny. Uh, My personal favorites are definitely Walter and Ahmed. Um, Walter's absolutely hilarious. Um, But yeah, so he um, is... That's Jeff Denham in kind of a nutshell. Um, Emily, oh, I totally forgot again. Can you tell us real fast what's the criteria we were going off of? Yes. So the criteria for comedian is net worth, number of cameos, and number of tours. Yeah, and we were counting cameos as, like, movies and TV shows, right? Yeah. Okay, so 
Uh, his net worth actually really blew my mind. Um, I want you to guess, Emily, actually. What do you think Jeff Dunham's net worth is? I know you just said that you're bad at guessing, but just, you know, a ventriloquist, stand-up comedian, pretty well-known, has done tours, has been across the country. What, what What's your kind of estimate? I hope it's $35 million. You hope? You think it's going to be less than that? Yep. Yeah, it's $140 million. Are you kidding me? No. I checked multiple sites. Are you kidding me? No, he has a lot of net worth. That's crazy. I don't even... I, To be honest, I have seen a lot of different comedians because of Netflix. I don't really like him that much. I, I, he is controversial and I get that. Um, but I just, I just like, well, I, I'm very impressed by his skill. Uh, I think it takes a lot of skill to be able to do ventriloquism. So anyone who can do it, I'm impressed by, but him in particular, I mean, he's just been doing it for so long that, uh, it's impressive to me. Like the way he can talk to himself is so impressive to me because he has, because he'll have like two puppets at a time and he's talking for both puppets plus himself. So he's having a three-way conversation and he can do it so fluidly and so quickly too. Like yeah. his timing, I think is, so I'm mostly impressed by his skill and I do just genuinely think he's funny, but I also, I'm not, I understand that he is kind of controversial and I understand why people might not like him. So I get it. I feel like all comedians are controversial though. Like, oh yeah, it's I just true. don't really like his, I mean, I agree. His skill is really awesome and I wouldn't be able to do that. And a lot of people can't do that. But I don't know. I just don't really like his jokes. <laughs> I don't think oh, okay. he's very That's funny. Fun. Okay. I think he's hilarious. He's had a total of seven tours, um, mostly across the U.S. and Canada, but he has also made appearances across the globe, including England, Denmark, Finland, France, Germany, Belgium, Africa, Israel, Singapore, tons of stuff. Um, and um, yeah, he also is the only person to ever have won the Ventriloquist of the Year Award twice. No other ventriloquist has ever won it twice. I've never um, heard of any other ventriloquist. <laughs> I think the other, I mean, there's definitely others out there. Um, but did you, there was a young girl. Um, oh, fudge, I should know her name. She she won America's Got Talent. She was a ventriloquist. Don't watch that show. Oh, okay. Well, that's fine. Um, but yeah, there's, he's definitely, I think, the best well-known. And for sure, probably the most wealthy <laughs> Yeah. It's impressive. Um, so uh, I looked it up and he has had 20 guest appearances on movies and TV shows. Most of them are animated. So like The yeah. Nut Job or Delta Force, Smurfs, No Malone. So he played a lot of their minor, just like mm-hmm. animated roles. Um, he doesn't make that many appearances like live. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. And uh, that's pretty much Jeff Dunham. All right. Well, shoot. <laughs> um, my comedian is, uh, his nickname is Fluffy. Do you know who oh I'm my talking gosh. about? I think I do. Is it Ignis? Ig- I'm going to pronounce it. Uh, oh name my wrong, gosh. Igni- yeah. Something is Igalia. Ig- uh, Igali- uh, I don't know. Oh, I can't man. think of it. Is Gabriel- it that name, though? Yeah. Gabriel, Gabriel Ig- Iglesias. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Oh my I gosh. do know Fluffy. Yes. So my I picked actually, Fluffy because he's just amazing. He's so funny. I love him. Yes. I he was. I actually was considering him as well and then ended up going with Jeff, but he might have been my second pick, so I'm kind of glad I didn't now because 
Yeah. I was considering him. I've watched a lot of his videos. He's hilarious. Yeah. I also, in the running, was Dave Chappelle, but he is very controversial. Um, mm. But, yeah, Alex and I just watched the Dave Chappelle's, um, like, award show this morning because he got the Mark Twain Award. Ooh. Which is, I didn't even know was a thing, but apparently it is. It's, like, the highest award that a comedian can get. Um, so that's cool. Shout out to Dave Chappelle. But uh, we're not talking about him anymore. We're talking about Fluffy. <laughs> 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 which, if I had chosen Dave Chappelle, I would assume that I would have won. But I can already tell you all that I've lost this round. But that's still... Doesn't mean that Fluffy isn't an amazing comedian. So let me tell you a little bit about him. He got his nickname Fluffy because of one of his shows, I think. He said, I'm not fat, I'm Fluffy. So then there goes his nickname. He also has his own Netflix show now called Mr. Iglesias, which I haven't seen yet, but I think it's just like a sitcom show. Um, And then... His net worth is, can you guess what his net worth is? I want to guess that his net worth is $25 million. No, his is $40 million. Oh, okay. Keep lowballing him. Yeah, so I was very surprised when you said what Jeff's was. I was like, oh, I know. Shoot. It, it still blows my mind. Like I, I saw, like I said, I had to check multiple sources because I was like, really? Like, nope, yep. He must be charging all of his dummies for... And he must be getting all of his dummies' payments. Well, I think there's there's a multiple. One, he works primarily in Vegas. So I think there's a lot of money uh, in Vegas. And then also, um, he has done multiple... Th- like, he has done TV shows. There's an animated series with Ahmed. Um, he's done, like, a lot... He's also in Comedy Central. Like, Comedy Central, he mm. worked out a deal with them. He does shows for them as well. So I think he's getting money funneling in there as well. And, like, his tours also almost... Like, his tours sell out. Like, he's very popular. So a part of me was, like, I I knew it was going to be high, but I did not expect it to be that high. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, He makes more than Patrick Stewart. Like, twice as much as Patrick Stewart. More than twice. Yeah, I would not have guessed that. (laughs) Me neither. (laughs) But, yeah. So, anyway. Back to Fluffy, though. Yes. Fluffy has done more cameos. Oh, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. He's done 42 that I saw. A lot of them were also animated um, shows and movies, but then he's also in Magic Mike XXL, which I don't remember oh, yeah. him being in it, but <laughs> I'm that made sure me laugh. I, I saw like a clip where he talks about that. I'm pretty sure he was the DJ of a scene. Oh, yeah. I and don't so know. So he's just like in a scene, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've I was never like, seen what? the movie. <laughs> so I don't know, but. Um, yeah. So 42. So he beat. Jeff there, but nowhere else. Number of tours, I'm not sure about. I had a hard time, like, figuring out what stuff was tours because he's done a lot of, like, Netflix specials, but I didn't count Mm. those as tours because I wasn't sure if that was a tour or just something that he did for Netflix. Um, So the only tours that I could find were three. And I don't even know. I don't know. If somebody knows the amount of tours that he's been on, please let me know. But this is what I found. (laughs) Beyond the Fluffy, Gabriel Iglesias... Fluffy Mania. Oh, wait, maybe it's four. Gabriel Iglesias, Fluffy Mania, and he did one with Boys to Men, I guess. 
I don't know. <laughs> I was very confused when I was looking that up. I was like, can't you just tell me a number? <laughs> <laughs> That's all I need. <laughs> yeah. So, Anne wins this one. He... Ugh. So what? I don't know yeah, what's gonna happen when, if I win this next one, we're tied. Which I kind of feel like you might, because I have a feeling you picked somebody who's more popular than I did. But I don't know. I'm I'm also feeling good about it. Um, yeah. If we tie, we'll have to just we'll discuss it when we come to that bridge. I guess so. Um, who knows? Maybe my YouTuber is gonna win out. Yeah, I don't know because I didn't pick someone that's like Jeffrey Star or anything. Oh, I didn't either. Well, I mean, she's. Well, why don't we just jump into it rather than speculating? All right. <laughs> so, so our uh, criteria for YouTuber are number of subscribers, when they started YouTube, and were they in the 2019 YouTube Rewind? Well, I thought we were looking at just rewinds in general. Sure. Let's do that because okay, I have that I, answer as well. Okay, good. Because that's what I did. Okay. So. Um. All right, so I will see. I don't know if I mentioned uh, my YouTuber before, but they are very closely associated with The Odd Ones Out. They do a lot of collabs together, and they also have similar styles in that um, it's a girl. They do a lot um, of what's together? Collabs. (laughs) Collabs? Yeah, collaborations. Collabs? Whatever. You're just playing (laughs) off my words. It's a play on words. Collabs. I've never heard anybody say collabs. <laughs> Literally, that's all I've ever called them my entire life. Oh man, <laughs> what is it? It's not col- it's not collab. It's what collab? Like you would say collaboration. Do you say collaboration? <laughs> no, I say collaboration. Yeah, so it's collab. Anyways, get on with anyway, your YouTuber. Okay, okay. I'm dying to know who it is. Um, so she's very young. She's only 22, which blew my mind. I mean, I knew she was young, but I was like, oh, dang, she's younger than I am. Um, but yeah, she, she has a similar style to The Odd Ones Out, which if you recall, we talked about in one of our earlier episodes. Yep. Um, and so she does animation. In fact, it's in her name. Her name is Jaden Animations. Never heard of her. Okay. Well, she's really cool. I like her. She's very down to earth. Um, she's very comedic. And I like that she... She's just very open and honest with a lot of things. Like, she talks about some mental health and some of the struggles that she's gone through. And she also just talks about, like, her just general life. And um, she's just, she's really funny. And she's just very relatable. And uh, I think that's why I like her. And, yeah, I just like her videos a lot. Um, She's also kind of a nerd, which, though I will say... um, she really likes Pokemon, and so she and, like, the Odd Ones Out and other channels that are similar to theirs will do a lot of Pokemon draws and stuff like that. For, I think this is one of the things that marks me as an old-fashioned nerd. I was never into the Pokemon scene. I've never been. I'm still not. Same. No? But a lot of, old, like, a lot of nerds, that's, like, their go-to is, do you like Pokemon? But that's much more of a mainstream nerd thing. Anyway, that's just a side comment. I'm moving on. Um... <laughs> She has a bird that is her pet. His name is Ari, and he's really cute, and he she always is, like, doing little videos with him and about him, and that's really cute. Um, in terms of our criteria, so she has 7.69 million subscribers. Um, what? She joined... Yeah. That's the... Yep. Yep. I know. Okay. Yep. 
<laughs> she joined uh, February 16th, 2014, but she did not post her first video until July of that year. So in her words, she considers her first, like, like her start date was July of 2014. So I will say that as well. Okay, well, um, I didn't check the month. Let me, I need to check that now. Oh, were you in 2014 as yep. well? Yep. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, well, while you're looking that up, I'll finish with the criteria. Um, she also, she was not in the YouTube 2019 Rewind, but she was in the 2018 Rewind. Oh, Anne, I'm so mad. Uh, <laughs> did I win? Did I yes. win? Yes. Yeah. Come on. Okay, tell me about your YouTuber, though. I still want to know. Okay, my YouTuber, her name is Sierra Schultze. Sierra No Schultze. idea who that is. No um, idea. She has like a, I don't know what you would call her channel. It's like a, she's very body positivity and she um, posts videos about like, um, I don't know, just random things. Like she'll, I would just watched a video yesterday where she buys the things that she keeps getting ads for and like tries them out or she like tries different clothes from these random websites to see how the quality actually is so or like lifestyle I guess of. so yeah um and just like stuff about her life or like I tried TikTok trends or I tried uh following 1950s beauty standards for a day or blah 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 like all this kind of like random fun stuff that's just interesting to watch um so yeah she's 24 she um lives in San Diego she has a husband and she actually just had a miscarriage so she's been making a lot of videos on that too oh that's sad yeah and so she has a like a vlog channel too so but her main channel has 1.13 million subscribers. She started in 2014 as well, but her channel says it was created in December, so you won there too. Ooh. And she was and not- I even gave you till July. I know. I was like, oh, come on, Sierra. <laughs> um, and she has not been in any YouTube Rewinds. So well, you beat me. Jaden beat her in every category. I know. I Thanks, am Jayden. pretty surprised because I've never heard of this person. But uh, I've yeah. also never heard of a lot of YouTube famous people. So I certainly have not heard of many either. Um, and I, I, every time we do YouTubers, I like, I struggle to find them because really I don't follow. I mean, I watch YouTube videos all the time. But I don't really follow people other than like. You mean subscribe subscribe whatever yes you're right <laughs> thank you mainstream millennial um i mean other than people in my industry who have a lot of tutorial videos and stuff like that i follow them and i'll subscribe i'm sorry i subscribe to them um but other than that i don't really subscribe to anyone so i i am subscribed though to the odd ones out in jaden animation so that's why i've talked about them and i do genuinely really enjoy their videos and i will watch them as they come out so that's why i picked them so mm. yeah See, I went with, like, the moderate people thinking that you would have, like, oh, this person has 2,000 subscribers. <laughs> <laughs> there was one woman that I was considering, and then I saw that she had 3,000 subscribers, and I was like, oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> so you cheated. Uh, 
Well, because I, I only picked okay. mine before I knew the criteria. To be fair, to be fair, I've never watched a single one of her videos. I've only seen her in other videos. So I've never watched one of her actual videos. Like, I've just seen her and stuff. I was like, oh, maybe I could pick her channel. But I'm not that familiar. Let me just see if she even has one. And then when I looked it up and I was like, oh, okay. She's she's more known for because she's in the D&D realm. Her name is uh, Satine Phoenix. And she's, like, known to be one of the best, like, female dungeon masters. And, like, she's really cool. And she's um, just, like, very open and honest about how D&D has changed her life and how it's impacted her and really helped her through a lot of struggles. And, yeah, so I've just seen her and stuff. That's, I'm just, okay, I'm done talking about that. But, yeah. <laughs> I win. Ha, ha, ha. I brag. Ha. I brag. I win. Well... Let's just all appreciate the fact that Taylor Swift wins over everyone, so I win. Mm, yeah, I guess in a way, but I mean, like, come on. Oh, Anne agrees with me. I won, everyone. Thank you for listening. No! Check out next week's podcast. Thanks. No! Bye. Roll the tune. No. <laughs> I won. Fine, Anne. I'll let you have this one win, but you know that you cheated. I did not cheat. <laughs> Although, okay, so listeners, you do have to let us know. What do you think? Do you think this head-to-head works? Should we both know the criteria ahead of time? Should we not? Do you guys want to pick the criteria? I don't know. We're, we're trying to figure out how this exactly works because we feel like there's something here, but we still haven't figured out exactly what the best format is. Yeah. And what other categories should we do? Mm-hmm. So like, you guys... Other than celebrities, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, maybe we do, like, animals. I don't know. Letters of the alphabet. <laughs> Who knows? What? <laughs> Emily, what is the best letter of the al- alphabet? Tell me now. Z. V? Z. Oh, Z. Why, why is it the best? Because you got to save the best for last, you know? I was going to say E because it's probably the most used in the English language. E is overrated. Okay. Okay, I guess we can debate about this. <laughs> I wasn't thinking we could, but now I'm thinking we can. Let's fight. All right. So you guys should let us know if you have any ideas or whatever you guys want us to do next. You can let us know on our social media. We have Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And YouTube. Oh, shoot. YouTube, too. And then we also have an email. If you want to send us an email, you can send it to lovevshatepodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, and thank you guys for listening. We really appreciate it. Definitely give us your feedback. And I think to end the episode, Emily, we need to do some life lessons. So what is your life lesson from all of this? My life lesson is to not underestimate the value of a ventriloquist because they make the big bucks, I guess. (laughs) Well, out of the... Uh, probably thousands of ventriloquists out there. I think there's only one that's ever going to make money like that. (laughs) So what's yours, Anne? (laughs) My life lesson is don't concern yourself with YouTube rewind whatsoever. You know, just find something else to hate and be passionate about. Just let YouTube rewind do their thing. They're just trying to make something fun. You know, you don't have to be so hating. Yeah, it's like it's like the... The quote, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. <laughs> <laughs>